So hello, 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 and welcome to another fireside chat. Could you in fireside chat? And uh, I'm Jose, managing director, and I'm joined by Matt and Sandro, both co-founders of Kudurans, uh, and MDs as well. Uh, yeah. So if you're new to this fireside chats, uh, this is just a, a conversation between friends. This is the kind of stuff that we used to do after work on a Friday. And at some point we decided maybe some people will be interested as well in, in participating in the conversation and in uh, some of the ideas. Uh, this is completely freestyle, I would say, and it's like a jam session. We just pick a topic. Uh, now we're doing it a, a little bit more advanced, but we're still not preparing for it. <laughs> so <laughs> this is just for promotional pro <laughs> uh, purposes. Uh, but we pick a topic and uh, we just bounce some ideas. Um, and if you like what you do, you know, like, subscribe, hit the notification thing so that we can, um, you, you can know when we're going live. Uh, we're normally doing this every uh, Tuesday around this time. And uh, the topic for today, yeah, is that of the cult of the hero programmer. Yeah, this is something that uh, probably most of us have seen firsthand, even if we didn't use this term to describe it, you know. Um, but it's something that it seems to be still quite prevalent in the industry. Uh, uh, the other day I was watching one of those tweets from the whole Twitter saga thing that is happening now where someone was like, oh, I've been, I drank eight Red Bulls and I spent the whole night rewriting that piece of crack mm -hmm. code that we have for 10 years, whatever, right? And for me, this is kind of that, uh, it, it talks to that point of the hero programmer no or the, or the hero uh, developer so as usual let's start with a bit of a definition no uh to set the context or frame the the conversation so we're not all talking about different things uh Matt, would you like to be honest what is it <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know i know least about this subject but you know what i'm gonna try to, to try define, to define it, it what anyway. do you think is the, the hero program <laughs> Like okay, so it, actually, I I kind of came up with a topic, so so I should I should define what I mean by a hero programmer, and it comes from uh, a few times where I've seen this phenomena in teams in my career, where there is this one person that is understands have, has been around for for ages, understands every part of the code base, uh, and is has built all these. Uh, mechanisms, templates, you know, search kind of methods and everything else to know exactly where things might be and how to, to get it fixed. But the way they do it is it's only specific to them. So they, it's not a team player. It's they, they basically they're in it for the glory. And they are, they, they, the only person in the team that matters to them is themselves. The problem is that they can actually, they are, they are a very good, uh, let's say, firefighter, right? So every time when there is a fire, people come to them from uh, outside the team in particular to fix it, and they can put out the fire. The main reason they can put out those fires and they know where the fires might be is because they're often the cause of it. But no one really cares who caused the fire. But they are the ones they come to too. And I've seen a few times where there's even a competition and who changed the most lines of code in the past year in the whole system. And it was that hero programmer. So they are everywhere in there and they are, they are glorified because they are the only one that can actually fix things. And they're the only ones that can uh, fight certain fires within uh now, whether that's good and bad is is what we are going to debate. Uh, Jose, before I even go myself, like uh, as we're opening the episode, and, and by the title as well that, that uh, we end up choosing. So the title for me implies that this is a bad thing. That's how I, I interpret the title that we chose. But I, I, before I even go on, I want to hear from you, like, Mesh came more on the on the negative side. I wanted to know where you stand on this. So, so how you define the, the hero programmer? Uh, 
so that then I can cut. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. So, uh, so, I'll, see what so I'll, I'll, I'll jump yeah. uh, right. in the swimming pool myself. Yeah. So for me, the <laughs> hero programmer, yeah, is a someone who, let's say, saves the day no, or sacrifices uh, themselves in order to make whatever, the release, fixing the bug, uh, whatever, right? And normally that would mean either working really long hours or through the weekend or stuff like this, yeah? Um, and things would get solved, yeah? And it, from my perspective, there is good things and bad things from this because we, you do want people to be committed. And definitely if they are making the sacrifice, yes, they may be doing it for the glory. I love that phrase, by the way, they're, they're in it for the glory. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, they, they may be doing it because of those reasons or selfish reasons, but um, they end up, you know, getting the stuff done or getting to, you know, resolving no uh, an issue now that commitment and that kind of drive to to get things done i think it's a it's a good thing and we we should all have that yeah and know when to apply that or not now the part that i do feel is a negative or or works against having a sustainable pace and you know a healthy culture and all those things is when that becomes a cult when that is a cool thing to do because for me that should be the exception right like if that is happening is because a lot of other things went wrong yeah and now there's only one person that can that can do uh, that job and yeah that poor of that person kind of no um and that is the negative aspect when that becomes institutionalized and that becomes something uh that is rewarded and that becomes something that uh, you know, people people do strive for or, or take pride on, yeah, is when I have uh, an issue with it, and that's the, the cult part. Because in, in, if you look at it from a systemic point of view, for me, it's addressing a symptom. It's not addressing the root cause. So if you have an issue in production that... Uh, can only be solved, you know, calling through the whatever weekend, or you have some problem with your delivery, and you can only do that if you're doing crunch time. And there's one, then yes, that is the symptom, and you can treat the symptom, yeah. But you're not treating the underlying cause, which is why did we get to this point? Why didn't we see that there was an issue with the delivery? Why didn't we see that you know there's only one person that can fix this? Why? Did, and that for me is the pro the issue, right? Like. Uh, because there are certain rewards usually associated with the behavior or, or people tend to glorify the behavior, yeah, uh, the real issues don't get solved. In fact, in some cases, you may provoke the, the opposite effect. No, like you get more of that firefighting because that's, that's what people thrive on. No, or the, how that's how they feel recognized. No, the if everything goes well and there are no issues and we deploy the time we nobody needs to stay, there's nothing to celebrate. No, like there's no we did a good job, but there's no inciting incident to suddenly rally behind and and you know drink beers or whatever. Right. So that's that's my take on that. Okay. So uh, there is a risk that I go on a monologue. So if I start going on a monologue, you cut me. <laughs> but the, I, 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 I just remind, uh, remember that I actually wrote a chapter of my book. That's chapter five. Uh, it's called Heroes, Goodwill, and Professionalism. That's, that's the, the title of the, the, the chapter. I'm going to read the whole chapter. <laughs> Uh, Is it a reading? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> so, but, but the, there are, I think we need to distinguish uh, many different scenarios, right? So there is a scenario where the, there is business pressure. So the way that the, the, the organization is, that the processes are in place, it leads us to always like, uh, like it leads the development team to be always firefighting. They're always behind tight deadlines uh, and things like that. 
so so that it, it, this 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 scenario uh, might for me this is the wrong uh, this is where where uh, uh, I normally don't like the the idea of the hero uh, cult if you like when the scenario is this when there is a systemic problem where people are always falling behind there is a lot of pressure to deliver and then people are almost forced to do that, or maybe if it's not explicitly, then that is the peer pressure of doing that because they will need to sacrifice. Everybody else is doing it. Exactly, because like, do it that's then. the only way to get that shit done. Uh, and now it's way too late for us to review the processes and stuff like that. Now we are in this situation, we just need to get it done. Hopefully, once we get that done, then we can stabilize the process. But like when things are on fire, or for example, Black Friday is uh, in two weeks and you need to release something now, now is not the time to change the process, right? So we just work a weekend, get the shit done, and then after Black Friday, say, okay, now we need to sit down because I don't want to go through that again, right? But this situation is very different from when, some, when someone is highly motivated and they want to do things even without the business pressure, but they are, are really trying, they would like to do certain things, but they, have, they are very passionate about the, the system that they have, the product, or whatever, and, and, and everyone again, they say, look, you know what? I would love to just spend a few extra hours or even a weekend just coding something that I find that is really cool, uh, and, and then I will do that. And there is not the same kind of uh, so this is so this is one one separation. One, there is business pressure. The other one, when people really want to do that because they enjoy what they're doing, we can discuss how healthy, how sustainable it is separately. Then there is an element of reward, and that is an orthogonal concept to it, because it can be re rewarded or not in both scenarios, when there is pressure and when there is not pressure, right? So when there is pressure, you might be rewarded or you might not. You might just say, you know what, you work at long hours because that's what we expect you to do, period. Or, well, well done. You, you guys did that. Let's do that again next time, and everyone uh, is rewarded again. And, and the same when the, 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 the guy is, is just, or the person is just like doing that on their own. Sometimes they're rewarded and say, wow, this, this person is amazing. is really dedicates a lot to, to, to the company. Or they say, look, yeah, we are, we've been asking this person to stop, to stop doing that. And the person keeps doing it. So those scenarios are for me completely different. And I normally don't have a problem in principle with when people want to do that. Because I myself been doing that for my entire life. Right? So, uh, by the way, when I th thought of the the title, the hero, like the cult of the hero programmer, I wasn't thinking of that. Right. I was actually thinking of individualism. I was taking it. Uh, one, the, there is a commonality with a with a team member who is very committed and puts in the extra hours. And to be honest. As you said, the way you said it, I don't have an issue with that, right? If they want to do it and certain scenarios and so on, as long as this does not lead to like a constant expectation and burnout and those kind of things, I don't have an issue with it. People are committed. And also we we came to the programming world because we love doing it. It's, it's not only our work, but it's also our hobby mm -hmm. often, right? doesn't have to be, yeah. but often is. So I don't have an issue with this. The issue I have with a hero programmer, and it will take some of those scenarios, is individualism, right? Mm -hmm. So take the scenario of, uh, you know, I'm going to spend a, a couple of hours or two, three hours of my own time, and I'm going to, you know, this area is shit. I'm going to start making it better. Individualism means that I'm going to go and do whatever the hell I like without the agreement from the team on how it should be done, right? So I'll move forward. Come tomorrow, I'll say, oh, you know, I've done a lot of this and I've already got a pull request. And everyone, A, they have to, to review this huge pull request or maybe that's not even necessary in, in case that, you know, they've just put it into trunk. B, they are now in a, in a situation where a lot of work is done in a direction that the rest of the team doesn't necessarily agree, but they are under pressure to get, get it completed anyway so there's a lot of these kind of things which actually is someone taking kind of matters into their own hands without a consensus from the team 
and taking it into a direction where the team is not agree and and having creating more problems than than actually solving uh, than the solution that they are proposing. Uh, there, That's are, my there, are, there are aspects of that that I have seen in the hero uh, thing, but there is something missing in your description, which is again saving the day. Because if someone is just doing that, they're just creating problems and they're, you know, they're just going on their own and doing shit and then have expecting the the team to deal with it, right? Um, I've seen that happen when. Again, there's, there's stuff like a deadline or a, a bug or whatever. And maybe the person that is doing this is not necessarily the, the best technical person to do it, but they are the ones that are you know, willing to do it no? or they know the system or whatever. And then they find the solution in the way that they, they know how to do it, which may not be the best. Yeah. So, so that aspect of you know doing things, um, let's say willy nilly or or without uh, an agreement or without whatever like that that aspect I've seen, uh, but there's a missing part in the definition now, which is saving the the day, because uh, what you described doesn't seem like saving the day. It just no, means- no, but they, they they can be saving the day. So I've seen many places where actually they, they've taken a particular. There is a problem in production. Something is going wrong, uh, or there's a defect. Uh, it's a small defect, and someone's directly often that's they have this relationship with outside stakeholders. By the way, who who compound this kind of behavior is that you know someone comes to them and say, oh, you know what? No one's sorting my this problem out. Can you go and sort it out? And the way that they go sort it out is like patching and very tactical changes, and you know causing more problems for the future. But they have saved the day then. So they're come, people are coming in to say, solve this, solve this, and they're solving it in their own way, but actually causing, and you know, those stakeholders think, oh yeah, this, this guy really responds to me, but the rest of the team is now picking up the pieces and cleaning up after them, right? So they're still saving the day, but yeah. in a way that is detrimental to their team, but maybe giving them glory from different directions. It's- it's a good point that you bring up that this is reinforced a lot of the time by the business itself. And I, you just reminded me of a conversation I had with a, let's say, well-known manager in, at least in the, the circles where we move on Twitter and stuff. This, this guy at the time was working for an American company. And one of his uh, complaints was that there was this team inside the company uh, it's a team of heroes, right? It's like it's uh, SEAL Team Six, yeah, but without all the skill. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but they had a lot of knowledge. They they had a lot of knowledge of the system, and they would just drop in 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 one area, you know, implement a feature really fast or whatever because the 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 business was asking for it, and then leave and leave the mess for the team that, you know, own that component or that. <laughs> like leave the carnage behind. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all the bodies. <laughs> all the bodies. Uh, but uh, it was, and, and I remember having that conversation and, and actually taking, because yeah, what I was telling him is like, okay, but, you know, what is the problem with that? They are solving a need for, uh, for the business. So you can expect the business not to rely on them when they actually solve <laughs> the, some of the issues, right? Like, so you, if you have a problem, it can't be that those people cannot work there. Like, there, there needs to be some other, uh, you may have a problem with how they do it or how they go about it when they leave, but like, whatever it is. And then you can try to work around those things, no, and increase some awareness. But the reality is, they get results done, right? They get shut so, down. But exactly. you know the funny funny thing is this speaks to the questions that are I think by Yarai a few times he's asked like well is it really are, are we really describing a hero it doesn't sound like a hero because you know that the team hates them well they they're not a hero to the team they're a hero if you're a team player you're not a hero right you know you're part of the team they are hero to everyone else outside the no. team uh, so I have a different a different perspective the the. This is what I was saying, that it is when people do the things because they want to. And this is different from a hero from an external perspective. Oh, finally, my camera focused because I've been 
fighting with my camera to focus. But uh, anyway, so so the, the there is the the perception of a hero from an external perspective, right? So from from other people. But I think that the other perspective that I was trying to bring uh, is the complex of a hero, or the hero complex, is that the person thinks that they are a hero. So that, that is a very different uh, kind of thing. And, and, and by the way, I'm, I'm talking about from, from experience, right? So coming from, <laughs> so, 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 so this, this is the thing, right? So what happens is uh, you, you are in, in an environment and there are things that you cannot control or you don't have power to change, yeah? And then, or you don't have the time or whatever, you cannot convince anyone. And, and then all of a sudden, you decide to take matters on your own hands and say, you know what, I'm going to stay until late, or I'm very excited about this, and I know we don't have time to work on this, but we, I see all those gaps. I see all those things not working well. No, no one does anything about it. It doesn't matter what I say. You know what? Screw that. I'm going to do it. And then all of a sudden, you spend a weekend or night, because, and by the way, you don't do that with anger normally, right? You do that with pleasure. So, you know what, like, I want to stay, like, I'm really looking forward to work on this stuff. It doesn't get done. I will do something that I'm keen on doing, that I want to do anyway, and it will be good for the company. And that's where you start from in your head, yeah? And we start with all the good intentions in the world. And this sensation, normally at the beginning, is very positive. It's almost like an injection of something that that is that that thing, like, you, you know what, like, Went to bed at two o'clock in the morning, but I went to bed very happy. You know, all like I really got that done. Finally, after a long time, just was able to create some time, create some space, got that done, and you go to bed happy or or ready to do that again next day, right? So, and and the way I see this is often this starts very positively, and it creates that that thing that keeps you going and doing that more and more. But then uh, the way that I was describing that in the past, it was, it goes through, there is a, a, a psychological effect in your head. What starts with very positive, and I even like spoke to one of our guys about that a while back. Uh, uh, it starts very positive that you are doing a good thing and everyone is happy about it. But then all of a sudden you do that more and more often. And then you say, okay, yeah, you know what, put, no, it's, it's cool that I'm getting to do that, but then no one else is doing but it's fine. I'm doing it. And then you go to the next stage. I'm the only one doing this thing, and no one cares about it. You start resenting. You, you start exactly. resenting. This is what I'm saying. There is a progression. It's exactly. It's exactly. So there is a progression where then all of a sudden, your behavior, you start comparing others to you and say, like, but no one else cares as much as I, I can. No one else does that. And then you go from a very positive emotion to like a, a sense of frustration, a sense of unfairness, to the point of anger. And now all of a sudden, the whole world is shit because you are the only one that sees the light. You are the only ones that cares about the right things, that put the effort, and no one else does that. And then all of a sudden, you have that feeling of unfairness. You know, what I, I got a little vibe there around, you know, Anger leads to hate. Hey, <laughs> the dark side. No, like. <laughs> uh, actually, Yerai is asking a very interesting question. Uh, uh, he says that using hero, the word hero, in a pejorative way, risks creating a culture of conformity. That you know, if we say mm. heroes are bad, then then we are in a way uh, promoting mediocrity. Right. That's a that's an interesting take on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think so because you don't need to. Because for me, the hero aspect is the sacrifice and the, the, the there's the, that aspect, no. Uh, uh, and I feel like you can be very good, you know, very good professional, very good um, technically, and so on, and not necessarily have to go through that. Right. So for me, the saying that you can only do that if you're called a hero or if people, you know, that's, I, I see that as a bit of a flawed logic in, in that sense. 
you don't want people to have that culture of not conformity or complacency. Yeah, I would more com more than conformity. The I think it would be more complacency, um, where you know, ah, uh, it's fine. You know, just doing to get doing things to get by. Mm -hmm. Overall, you don't want that. Um, but I don't necessarily think that that is a result of uh, trying to avoid that hero complex or that hero cult that that we're talking about. That's my take. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was just thinking that, like, I mean, the kind of thing that we are talking about here is, you know, that that whole thing. And I'm gonna, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna bring Elon Musk in now. <laughs> <laughs> Go for that, it. Yeah, it's that a trending topic. Like this, this yeah. will you know put us at the top of the chart when exactly. it comes to. I I don't actually know if this happened or if just Twitter news, but. Uh, uh, apparently, he kind of, I don't know, performance managed people be, uh, based on the lines of code they wrote or something like this, right? And, uh, you know, they, this kind of be behavior, like people who are people who are very good team players and the actual unsung heroes, let's use that word in a positive way, unsung heroes within a team, are not just about writing the code. Of course, they might be sitting around at the weekend and writing code and everything else, but they are also the ones that are helping others in the team, right? To them, you know, I, it, it takes a saint for, for, for to, to be completely selfless. Everyone has a, an ego, right? But, but to them, uh, the the success of the team and the individuals within it matters a lot. They care about the code, they care about the product that they're creating, but they also care about their team members. And for someone of that ilk, they they cannot then compete if the competition is how many lines of code you you written because that's not what they're optimizing their work on. Their work is not just writing the code, their work is actually helping others write the code as well. Yeah, no, no, to be fair, like the, it's very difficult to know what is right, uh, what is true or not, like many on Twitter and and Elon Musk. But the, I think I think that what I heard again, and I probably should not even dive into this too much. But he was just trying to see who was actually contributing and who wrote code, who contributed with something. In the past few months, that's it was not about the line of codes. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I knew there was a bit for kind yeah. of a too. It was too, right. too straightforward a story for it to. Yeah. To be so and then of course people totally totally but, but anyway, but regard, we can we can probably dedicate a full fireside chat to analyzing Elon Musk's uh, yeah. <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of hidden gems in there. I better yeah. I better go watch his documentary then. There's a couple of his documentaries <laughs> flying about. So. Right. Well, right. Like, well, but, but let's back to back to the thing. Like one one other topic is like uh, this concept is also very associated, I think, with the whole 10x developer uh, concept, right? Like the the idea that you have uh, one person that is worth 10, uh, kind of, and that is why they can be a hero no? or, or save the day or whatever. So what do you think about that? So, so, so th this is what I was thinking, because like there are the, the two different perspectives. There is an individual perspective of their contributions and their hero complex or they being 10, 10 times better than someone else. And there is the perception of the, the organization, the teams, managers or whoever, of that person, them being a hero, being 10 times better than 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 anyone else. And those things are very different in my head, completely different, right? So uh, if we take like, uh, I just want you to, to stay, still take the, the personal perspective, because this is where I was like uh, before we, we changed. Uh, I normally, and, and the, the, the thing that uh, Gerai said about, uh, what was it like uh, not uh, using hero as a pejorative term may lead to complacence or conformity, I think he said. I, 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 I agree with that because like even internally, 
at Cogilus, we always talk about going the extra mile with our clients, right? So we always talk about our services going the extra mile and stuff. But that also means that that cascades down to every professional. Also saying like, what else? So for example, I, I don't want just to stick to what is my in my job description, right? So we are always, uh, for example, there is an expectation that that people are committed. We are not talking about the number of hours here. So just just not to mix the two things. But there is that commitment, that that extra mile, that that extra service, and, and that sentiment. Um, I think that is very positive. And maybe when you want to join our job, and, and as I said, I've been doing that. I just changed jobs. Like I, I don't write code anymore. Uh, but every now and again, I go on a, on a like a long night spree or a weekend spree to do something that I want to do and I'm enjoying doing. Uh, so, and, and I don't think that is nothing, anything wrong with that, right? So, and I think uh, those people should be treasured, which is different from the company forcing people to work extra hour and there is an expectation that they, so that's a very different situation. It's a very different situation. And, and when we think about, although I, I don't like the, how specific the 10X is, because like the 10 is very, is a number we, we, we try to calculate or how do you calculate that and stuff. But like we all worked with different people we will manage it, people, and there is no doubt that we can see that some people doing similar jobs, they perform way better than others doing the same job with the same title. So, so that distinction exists, and some people are far better than others, period. If it's 10 times, if it's five times, I don't think we can put a, a number in there, but that's a fact of life. Some people are way more efficient and effective than others. They, they actually, this there's one thing that that uh, we we are talking as if um, the only way to be the the hero or the 10x is to spend more time, right? But I've actually seen uh, people that work nine to five, nine to six, and are way more productive mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. than people who are always on that keyboard. And often they they have this uh, kind of of course, they have really good skills in terms of software development, software design, all these things, creating simpler solutions, creating just what's needed. But also, they have a, a very strong sense of outcomes. Whereas often, we see a, lo a lot of developers, and in my life, I've seen quite a few, that actually don't have this eye on the outcome. They're doing refactoring. You know, they're doing other things. They're working, they're creating a lot of stuff. They're creating a lot of lines of code, but they're not creating outcomes. And so I think from, I, we, we also need to, I, I totally agree with you when you, you, you were talking about, you know, I've seen some developers, uh, or I'm purely talking about developers now, but some developers who are way better than others. It is true, it is true. But I think it's often more related to uh, how they work, their skill set. The, and all the things that I mentioned, then the actual amount of hours that they put in into the... And this is I mean, true for every profession, right? Yeah. So every the dentist, a lawyer, a hairdresser and stuff, some of them are far better than others. And, and as you said, Mesh, it's not about the time that they, the, the, the amount of time that they work, it's how effective they are uh, or efficient they are. Uh, when they work. When, when they work. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so, uh, so moving on then to to what are the now the um, what's it called the negative consequences let's say of of encouraging something like this and what can you do to avoid it because this is this is something that maybe it, it came up uh, not that long ago in in a conversation I was having someone is uh let's say they want to do this thing right like they're doing it out of you know like a dog with a bone kind of thing not like oh i have this you know problem of work that i really want to get done and i you know i write code during the weekends and whatever right and then um uh, his manager on the client comes and says I don't want this guy working on weekends i don't want him to burn out i don't want to like how do you should you discourage that? Uh, 
And if not, like how, you know, like uh, if you don't want to have a negative impact, like how would you go about doing that? Um, and so I, on. I, I, had, I had the situation not, not very long ago, right? So uh, I will not mention names, but like probably it's one of our guys. If he's watching this episode, he will know because he will remember the conversations. The, the, our, uh, our people, except for your eye, nobody watches this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, I'm, I'm waiting actually like Javier Chacana, there are a few others that are missing today here, right? So but but the 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 we, we there is one one guy that I personally like a lot to work with, right? I think that he's really good, really like him. But he went on that. So he said, look, there are things that need to be done and we don't get uh, time to do it, or the team doesn't agree or stuff, and then he went on. Uh, and I noticed that he was working for many long hours. He's a young guy, uh, doesn't have a family and stuff. So he, the beginning of his career, right, first years of his career, and he was like burning the midnight oil, right? And, and I had a few conversations with him. And I said, look, I really need, first of all, like I really appreciate, I started appreciating the work that he was doing. I started by appreciating the effort that he had and say, look, is someone that cares. You don't do that if you don't care. And that needs to be appreciated, right? So that's where you start from. But then my job with him is to say, like, why are you doing that? And I said, is it because you are being forced to do? That means you have, like, some unreasonable expectations for the delivery of your tasks or the team? Or is it because you, are, you want to do it? Because... Depends on, on the answer. I will have a completely different conversation. Right? And then he said, no, no, we, we do have deadlines. But for the deadlines, we are good. We are doing well. We, we deliver everything we promise and stuff. But there are things that I want to do that would not fit. But I am enjoying doing that. And, and he was a, a person, he's a foreigner that was living in the UK. And he said, look, you know what, I, I, it's not that I have tons of, of other things, but I just love doing this. And, and I, I like being in the office. I like doing those stuff. And, and so for me, it's a pleasure doing that. And then, uh, so I said, you know, as long as it's very clear in your head that you don't need to do that, you are doing that because you'd like, then there's nothing for me to do here. However, I gave that advice to him that I that was telling you, because that was a real story. I said, look, my experience in doing that over time is that you are enjoying doing that now and you are feeling good about it. You are having fun. You say like, instead of going home and do nothing or watch a film or whatever, you are programming. That's what I've done throughout my career. So, but I told him the danger of doing that. I said like, while today you are enjoying doing that, after some time, you might start comparing yourself. You might start holding people at the standard that you are holding yourself and you start resenting them because they are not putting the amount of hours or that they don't care. And that is when you start getting negative because then you will feel that you are being treated unfairly. And this is a problem. So, and we had multiple conversations about that. And then he, he took a bit easy and, and every now and again, he would burn the midnight oil because he was excited about some tasks that he wanted to do. And every now and again, he would just go home. Uh, but, but it was always keeping him in check. Yeah, and, and 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 I think that he's a guy that I treasure. For example, we we were to start a new project, and I recommended him to do that. So, so that, that's how I, I dealt with it. Isn't isn't you expressing? Oh, I really appreciate this kind of encouraging the behavior. Well, and sure, also, but why, why to what extent? To, well, to sure. what extent? Sure, but why would I discourage that? So this is the thing, for example, if I said, if I recognized that there was a systemic problem, if I recognized that, this is why I said to him, I said, look, if you are, there are unreasonable deadlines or there is massive misalignments and you are all arguing as a team, I will make a systemic intervention. I will bring the team together and say, look, guys, this is what's going on. So how are you going to fix that? Because I don't want anyone to be working extra hours or, or burning out. But when someone wants to do something and that is healthy, I would be a hypocrite in doing that because I do that until today 
every now and again is 11 o'clock, I'm still working because I want to, not because I, I don't have a boss anymore and I should do that. Right. Yeah, I think you have to, when you're speaking to someone who is energized by their work, right, and is working long nights and, and so on and so on, when you speak to them, you like they although they're doing it from from the goodness of their own heart and they're enjoying it you can't you can't criticize them for doing it you have to make them aware of the shortfalls but not criticize them for the work they or the commitment that they're showing you it is a delicate conversation i think i think you can't just go there and say like listen stop doing don't this. do exactly don't do this anymore if you do this again I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> you're gonna kill you that motivation. Exactly, you're gonna kill that motivation. You know, like you're gonna suppress it. Like what's important is you to you being a more experienced person, being this person manager or, or whatever. It's important that you you understand that what's going on and you keep monitoring that, so that it doesn't tip to the other end. But you keep that conversation going and stuff, and and. And make sure that it remains healthy. And when you feel that it's not healthy anymore, you 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 intervene. You say, look, you know what? I think we should have a conversation here. And, and there, there is another thing. What makes, like, okay, you know, someone who is not going to bed in time is one thing, yeah? But let's say, you know, if you go, if your routine is you're going to go home, have lunch, or dinner rather, and then go uh, watch Netflix for the next three hours, What's the difference from watching Netflix for three hours than opening your, your laptop and doing a bit of bit of coding? Like, why is it considered? Isn't that how, how open source gets created? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Why, why is that considered like an unhel unhealthy activity? If let's say, of course, you know, you're going to bed at the right time, you're getting up, you're getting your exercise, you're eating your greens. And you know the time that you spend uh, watching a movie is is spent on I don't know making a pull request to open source or to your own code base. Why is that unhealthy? Yeah. So, so well, I guess I guess this the it, it, it's unhealthy in the sense that some people have a hard time uh, having self control with that, and they may end up in in burnout. And I'm, uh, when I, you know, when I think about this, I'm all for, you know, re individual responsibility, right? Like you need to take care of, of, of yourself, right? Like if it's not, you, you should know when enough is enough, right? And if you want to do it, you do it. And if you don't want to do it, then you don't do it. And it, it, it's fine. Both, both ways it, uh, it's fine, right? Um, but some people do struggle with, um, with have, having that balance, no, or that. Uh, and by the way, when I say balance, I'm not saying it's the same for everyone or anything like that. But walking that line where you know you're doing what you like, but it's still not cutting into your well-being. No, uh, or, or, or or yeah, to 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 the edge of of or taking you to the edge of burning out. Yeah, and. Here, there's a couple of perspectives, and by the way, this is, this is something that we we've been discussing internally. Because to what extent should you, as a manager or the company, you know, um, enforce that, right? Because uh, you have a, a duty, you no, know, to to provide a a healthy work environment and all of these things, right? Uh, but does your responsibility end at hey, you know, this is gonna this is most likely going to affect you. You may end up resenting, blah, blah. You may, you know, you may be too tired to work in the morning. You may, you may end up disliking what you do just because you're doing too much of it, right? Um, and there you go, you know, healthy advice. You know, if you want, you can put it on record and that's it, no? Versus uh, you don't do it. The next time you do it, that's no, going to uh, count against you, or you know uh, what I mean, like that. Yeah, the, no, I would be forcing it that. as. Uh, mm. I think you do have a responsibility, like so. You being uh, in a in a management position or in a leadership position, you do 
have some responsibility to to understand where the problems are and then to go there and fix them. But but first of all, we need to make sure that this is a problem, right? So, and I think that I, I, I personally, uh, for example, when I look back at, at the story that I just told you, I don't regret what how I dealt with it. I would do that exactly the same. I would speak to the person, I would try to understand is there a problem here, is just someone even going back to my own trajectory mm-hmm. and say like, would I uh, uh, regret having done what I've done in the past or even what I do today? No, I don't. I enjoy doing that. It motivates me. So, so my job as a manager uh, or, or a leadership, personal leadership is making sure that this person is advised, is supported, uh, make sure that I'm there like when if things start tipping that way. But if the person is happy and everyone is happy, uh, why would I surprise it? And we also make an effort. Everyone wants to hire passionate developers, passionate people. So there is that, that thing about, oh, we want people that are passionate, that like what they do and enjoy their do. Let them enjoy their job as long as it's not burning them up. Uh, while it's healthy, while they're happy doing that, then our job is to making sure that it just doesn't turn happy. But let them be creative. It's at midnight where they are creative. So be it. And they need to have personal relationship. Uh, Personal uh, responsibility is also important as well. Uh, We have a responsibility for certain to monitor that, to create a a space where, again, make sure that people don't feel pressured. Uh, Another thing that, that we need to worry about, and I think that is part of our responsibility, is when someone does that, that it doesn't become peer pressure. Yeah. Because this is another problem. That's a very good point. Right? So so we need to make sure, look, you want to do that? Great. Knock yourself out. Have fun. Stand to three o'clock. Make, do whatever you want to do. But, but everyone needs to understand that exactly. this is not what is expected of everyone. Exactly. But don't start now trying to ask people to do the same or think that you are more because you are doing that and others are not doing. Or, or even inadvertently cause more work for others. This is the problem. This happened with this person, by the way, because uh, this was not a, a full healthy thing. Because at some point, got to the point of frustration. The frustration was exactly that, because this person was working late, was taking the time when he was not in video calls, not pairing with someone, and they would just go there and change stuff. But he could not realize why the team was not happy with it, because he was thinking that he was being treated unfairly. Because the, 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 the team was against him because they were always against his ideas. I said, look, what you don't understand is that when you do that, it's not that you are doing more work than them. Than them. You are creating more work to them because they need to then merge your pull request. They need to review a bunch of stuff that you did overnight. So you are creating problems for them and you are creating things that they are not okay with. So, so, so those are the things that we need to manage as a team lead, as a... As a Managing a manage a project, those are the the, the things you need to be worried about. But and when they, people are boxed, and and you know, uh, this is the thing that you like. If you, it's a personal responsibility on on that person as well. Is that when they are going to do something, and people are in most cases working in context of a team, right? They should seek some agreement from the team. Right. Is that, you know, uh, I'm going to I've got time off. I, I, you know, I don't have any other things. This is I really enjoy doing this. Let's agree on this direction, this thing, and I'm going to do it. And I'm gonna, once you if you agree with 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 the rest of your team and they they buy in what you are doing, then it's a much easier conversation. Then you are actually in a way lifting the team. You are making things better for the team. And I think that's also very important is that not to take kind of a unanimous decision, unanimous direction, and then think that you're doing well for the team when, you know, you haven't actually asked their opinion, you haven't asked their point of view, and you just think that you're doing the right by the team when they might not even think so. You might actually be doing it, but if they are not bought into it, if they don't fully understand what you're trying to do, to them it's going to cause a lot of... um, worries. They don't know what's happening. They don't know what this open heart surgery is about and how it's going to land on their plate. 
What what if they're doing it because of the EU? Like, how do you manage that? You know, someone who who likes that, who likes being the one with the solution. So sorry, say ask ask again because I didn't fully understand your question. Like, what if it if they're doing it out of ego? No, so the we're talking also about the motivation here for mm -hmm. something like this. And one of the reasons that we mentioned before was, uh, you know, they like the the spotlight. No, they like the being considered as you know the one that saved the day or uh, uh, this kind of stuff. No. So when someone is doing it because of that, what what can you do? Because the, the other case was like, okay, so there's motivation, blah, blah, you know, as long as you have a healthy balance, etc. cetera. Uh, but this is more around the lines of, you know, I just want if to do it. Intent, if their intentions are, are not good. Eh? It, it, well, I would, I would say they're not good. I'm just saying that they are focused on themselves more than their focus than the on team. the team. The objective of the team. Oh, sorry, I clicked something that... Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to... So Very nice. No, Very nice. Uh, Figuring out uh, StreamYard as we exactly. stream. This is That's so, pretty so, cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I can click on a comment and then it will show directly. The, the, the only reason that I was trying to do that and I just realized that I did the wrong thing uh, was uh, there is a cow Carl, you are on uh, live on LinkedIn, and it's very difficult for us to reply to you through the tool we have. But if you jump on the uh, YouTube link, uh, it's much easier for us to interact. I just wanted to, I want to send a message to Carl because uh, he's the second uh, live fireside job. He joins us, and, and and he's, I think he's alone in that, and we are not able to re reply to you. But we are seeing what you are uh, posting, Carl, and thank you very much for sending your messages and everything all right so someone is saying that uh the system needs to let him go on to another position that we still make use of him maybe no so so, on those lines. so you you basically move him around the organization to a position where he can get what he's craving for uh while using you know their well, skills i guess well well that yeah I, I think this is a well a nice way to saying to get them out of the team, <laughs> put them somewhere else. Um, it's a very very interesting question, right? Well, first of all, how do you know that their intentions are not uh, are not less than say not good, but their intentions are self serving? Everyone's intentions are often self serving. Mm -hmm. So how do you know that their self serving intentions? Con the problem is when it conflicts with the teams goals right exactly because like no one like well i wouldn't say no one but like most people that i come across if not all when, when they do those things when they, they they try to work longer hours or go off script to do something they are well intentioned right so that, that that's often the case but very rarely I, I i cannot even remember when someone did that went off script just to i don't know no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't say they had bad intentions. Eh? This is again. I made that note before. Like it's not. Uh, it, it's not that they're ill intention. It's more that they're doing it uh, to feed their egos, right? Like but, that's but, that's but what that, the, the main thing. But the answer remains, right? That you know, if it if it doesn't conflict with the goals of the team, why is that a problem? And if it conflicts with the goals of the mm -hmm. team, then it'll be clear. But then it's it's a well, normal. Well, I, I can I can think of a couple of scenarios where it may not directly conflict with the objective of the team, but it may create a, a an environment, a competitive environment, for instance, where people are looking out to you know hand the the metal on their chest kind of thing, and they're constantly trying to give visibility to what they're doing. Uh, you know, over others and, and that kind of thing. And I've, and I've seen that. And, you know, some people work well in that environment because they, they're kind of 
the, and this has a relationship with the the five levels of culture from the tribal leadership book and all of that stuff. Yeah, I was now gonna I'm, say, Jose, I was like, gonna say to you just now. It seems like you know the answer, and you're yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you are leading us to say no, 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 But because the thing is, I, I've seen this, right? Like it's a very competitive environment. Everyone's looking out for themselves, et cetera. And kind of, you know, they're all, you know, very accomplished uh, professionals on their own. Yeah. But they have that competitive edge. They're always comparing to each other. They're always trying to uh, one off each other, that kind of stuff. And some people thrive in that environment in the sense that they continue to develop, et cetera, et cetera. But it doesn't. It, it is usually not a, uh, a great environment for building, you know, things that need a lot of collaboration or need a lot of, right? Uh, and this is the thing. It goes back to what I was saying about the, the five levels of culture from the uh, tribal leadership book. Uh, this is uh, an, an uh, interesting yeah. book. I, I really recommend I, it. I read that book, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so it's what is called level three culture no it's like i am great really, and you yeah, are not, not. <laughs> and you are not no yeah, yeah. and everyone's everyone thinks that they're the best right uh and when you have that and i think that there is no five uh level five i think no one is there because level four if i'm not wrong was like we are great and so are you and, and uh, uh, lines, right? that level four is we are great and they are not yeah uh, so right. the group and then, thing. And then the the fifth level is life is great Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's an, another two underneath that. That read the book. It's a really good book. So, <laughs> so just read it, right? But um, but there's this aspect there of people getting stuck at that level, yeah, and not being able to see that. You know, they they could accomplish so much more uh, if they learn how to, you know, see themselves as as part of a team not just as individuals and how good they are right um and and that they can accomplish a lot more when they work in a team and they are helping everyone grow and you know that that kind of uh that kind of thing and it it is hard and eh? it is hard because there is uh <laughs> a bit of a dopamine cycle going on there i don't know if dopamine or, or whatever incentive you know hormone you have like oh yeah No, I, I, that, that craving of uh, solve the puzzles, the same like with, with yeah, TV or any of these things. And it's like, yes, I, I'm getting the recognition, right? I'm getting that external validation, uh, no, that that kind of feeds into my image of, of self worth and and what I am as a professional, no, and it's it's. Difficult. No, it's it's hard to no, work sure, with people. But, 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 but for example, you mentioned uh, you mentioned quite a few things in here, and, and and one of the things that you mentioned was what would be our responsibility. Let's say, like uh, our, I mean, we being a team lead or a, a person in a leadership position and stuff. And for for me, like uh, our job here is to be monitoring that, and that goes back. Carl, uh, thank you for joining uh, YouTube, by the way. Because Carl was also mentioning about like that different individuals might have different limitations or or, or uh, limits and stuff. This is also up to us. For example, I, I cannot tell, I cannot tell an individual what their limits are, but I can monitor the situation, right? So I can also see like the, see how the individual is performing if that is creating is degrading their performance or they are becoming unhappier or if it's creating friction within the team. So from, from an external perspective, then there is a responsibility from someone managing the team or leadership position because they need to, their responsibility is to guarantee the overall health of the project. And that includes the team members, right? The, the, the overall health of the, the whole thing. And, and if there is someone that is, uh, that needs some support in this, in this person burning up, burning out or becoming really unhappy or dissatisfied or their work is causing friction with the team, then it is up for, for the leadership uh, team to, to be monitoring that and then act accordingly. What I, what I would not like to do is to suppress someone if it's not 
causing other problems, or even tell someone what their limits are. It's not up to me to tell someone else's limits, but it's up to me. I say I could at least advise. So look, just watch out. And, if you're having one, fun, exactly. But one just careful. Yeah. Uh, careful, like go home, like every now and again, just every now and again, you, you like in, in, a, in a subtle way, but just, just send them home. So, you know, what? just go, go watch a movie, you know, like, but, 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 but more in a, in a way that you are joking and helping and not trying to suppress. Right. Yeah. Okay. I think it's time to wrap up, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're on mute. mute. Yeah. So <laughs> any final thoughts, any learnings or insights or you know, takeaways that you want to highlight uh, now that we're closing? I, I can just summarize like how, how I see this. If people are, they have the complex of the hero complex or they are recognized, they are motivated to be a hero by the organization when the, the system is pressuring them to work extra hours or to act as a hero, I'm against that. I think that then we need to fix the system and make sure that everyone has a healthy uh, working environment, a sustainable pace, all that kind of stuff. But when individuals themselves are having fun, they enjoy what they're doing, and they, and they, they, they are passionate about what they're doing, they want you to work, to go the extra mile and to do things because they want to, not because they have the pressure to, and as long as they're not causing any frictions with anyone, I think we should, we should let them do that. We should encourage them, we should recognize them, we should treasure that. Uh, yeah, that, that's and, and that they are aware of the pitfalls and, and you know, they're conscious of it and they, they're able to manage it. Because as you said, you know, as, as kind of leaders within the team or outside the team, we have an obligation to make sure that People are are not burning out, and and you know they're not putting undue pressures on themselves or or the rest of the team, right? But I totally totally agree with that sentiment. I think from I can like from from my point of view, the 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 hero programmer. I think like my advice is other than what what Sandro said is that if you do like working extra. And you, you know, it's part, it's part of your hobby and everything else. Just make sure to take your team along with you, right? Create work for yourself, which is prepared by consultation with the team and that you're not going in your own direction. I think there is an extra bit. Hero, is, hero can become a bad thing when it is individualism, right? You may like doing things, but you still have a responsibility to your team. Right. And as long as you take that responsibility seriously and you like doing things in your own time and so on, go for it. But make sure that you take your team along with you and you you do things with their consent and not make things worse for them. And Jose, just before you go, I just want to add one thing. Uh, I think that like companies are better companies and, and more successful stuff when you have a few individuals that have that spark that we talk about sometimes internally like you know like having that spark that that extra motivation we are not talking about extra hours this is really important that we emphasize right so that working extra hour is 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 an orthogonal concept almost like this is yeah. almost irrelevant but is that spark is that like thinking what else can I do? And that, that kind of commitment, that kind of person that has that uh, intimacy with their own work, uh, that, so we, they should be treasured. I, I mm -hmm. think that, that that's that. And those people are outcome focused. They are force yeah. multipliers. You know, they, they are the ones that are helping everybody. Exactly. Uh, they, and they create these sustainable mm -hmm. solutions. They're not overcomplicating things just to, to set their own ego, those kind of things, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, so we should treasure that. Some people are better than others. They are more efficient and more effective than us. That's the fact of life, right? And and companies are better, but because of some individuals, there is no doubt about. It. Yeah, I I agree with what was said. And again, I think the the key point there is understanding where whether that is hiding. 
a problem. And if it's hiding a problem, it needs to be addressed. It shouldn't be left to the individual to deal with it or find like that's the only way that they that they have to deal with that. Um, yeah, and, and solve it. It's, it's a different thing having that motivation and that attitude versus, you know, that being what's expected or what, uh, no, or what, what needs to get done to, to be able to deliver things. No. Okay. So it seems like a good point to end this. I'm not going to throw in a new topic. Again, if this is your first fireside chat, don't forget to like subscribe. Uh, it helps us uh, leave some comments. If you want to, Tell us what you think uh, about this topic or if you have other topics that uh, you think we should discuss as well. Uh, and uh, tune in for the next session uh, on Tuesday around this time as well. And uh, that's it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye.